Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome. I'm George Swift and this is the Leveling Up podcast. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about some content that I recently shared on a joint webinar where we were talking about re-engineering your business for growth. In other words, we believe you can still grow your business through this time and definitely on the other side of this, even though there's a lot of uncertainties around how we might actually do that. We start from the presupposition, you can do it, but you're probably going to have to re-engineer your business to some degree. You might have to change your product slightly, your positioning slightly, you might have to alter your target market, your pricing, your your strategies, how you deliver, maybe the logistics around your business, how your staff are working, how you manage and motivate your staff. So there might be many things within your business that you might have to re-engineer in your business or even in yourself as a business leader so that you can do the best you possibly can given what we're facing right now in the current environment and of course beyond. On that webinar, I was talking about how no one in their right mind would want this. No one would uh, you know, dream of this even necessarily happening. You wouldn't want this for your worst enemy. You certainly wouldn't want this for yourself and all the other great business owners that are out there. And I talked about the business community amongst many other communities, by the way. Um, you know, we're, we're an unfortunate side effect of the treatment of the coronavirus, okay? So the treatment plan for the coronavirus is to, you know, is to lock down, isolate, to restrict movement and restrict travel. And in doing so, of course, many businesses have been forced to lock down, you know, recreational places, for example, bars, clubs, restaurants, cafes, but also many other businesses have had no choice but to lock down because of the other restrictions around those, people in retail, of course, but also other businesses as well. So we're an unfortunate side effect of the treatment. So if I took, you know, an ibuprofen, for example, for a headache, it clears the headache. If I take too much ibuprofen, for example, or if I have a a reaction to ibuprofen, then I might have an unfortunate side effect, okay? Probably around the stomach area. If I took way too much ibuprofen over a prolonged period, what would happen, of course, is I would find myself probably, possibly quite likely in hospital, again, with all kinds of like stomach issues and everything else. It's a side effect of the treatment of the problem that you had. The problem we have in the world is we have this virus ripping through the world. The treatment of that isolation containment, um, lockdown, the side effects of that, mass potential job losses, um, huge income issue, or income reducing issues for business owners and everyone else, uh, potential redundancies, almost certainly, um, many businesses are going to fail, probably, almost certainly, their side effects to the treatment, okay, so the treatment is lockdown, isolation, the side effect is Well, there's a lot of side effects, okay? There's a lot of side effects. Unfortunately, business owners, we are one of those side effects and uh, and we're gonna have to bear some of the brunt of those side effects. And I really believe you have every opportunity of coming through this winning. However, we know that not everyone will and we need to make sure that we're doing the things that are gonna give us every opportunity to make sure that we are one of those businesses that are gonna come out of this on top. So 
On this webinar, I shared the content I'm gonna share with you right now. And I thought, right, what I'll also do is I'll put a link in the descriptions of this episode to that webinar so that you can listen to the whole thing in whole. Not just myself, but you can also listen to Rob Goddard of Evolution CBS and Ian Mitchell of BGI. Both had some incredible things to say and there's some questions on there and Q&A also, which I think start to go into some of the issues that we face navigating the current terrain that we find ourselves in. So I'll drop the link to that um, in the descriptions as well. Go and check out the full length version. But I just want to reiterate really what I said on that for you guys on the podcast. So the first thing I want to say to you is this. Not one of us would ever want this. Uh, we, we we would never like 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 dream of anything like this potentially happening, and uh, we wouldn't want this for our worst enemies, let alone for ourselves and you know for all the other great businesses in our community out there, just trying to do really good things, trying to do the best they possibly can for themselves, their families, for their communities, and of course for their clients. But the truth of the matter is we are here and we have no choice. We have to navigate what is in front of us. And that's the nature of, of entrepreneurism. You know, many things are within our control. Many things are outside of our control. The economic climate is one that's outside of our control. We just have to navigate it. It's like if I'm a, a captain of a ship, I can manage my ship, I can manage my people, I can control the vessel. There's many things around the ship itself that I am empowered to control. I cannot control the weather, I cannot control the seas. I have to navigate those as those challenges occur on our journey and, 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 within, um, and on our path. So. We must get back to saying, right, what are the things I can control? What are the things that I can influence? And what are the things outside my control but will directly impact my vessel, my craft, my business if I don't navigate these properly? So I want to just start this on a, on a positive, and that is this. Whilst we wouldn't want this for ourselves, we would never wish for this, um, there will be good that comes from this. I always say this, you know, some of the greatest innovations come out of the toughest times when we find what we're made of as human beings, as business leaders, as entrepreneurs, that strength will continue beyond this current crisis and will serve us moving forward. And I do believe that when we look back, whether that's you know a year from now maybe, but certainly when we look back maybe three years, five years, 10 years from now, we'll see that so much of the good in our business, in our life, so much of what we've created, who we've become, that we're proud of them, that we get to enjoy them, the rewards of those things, so much of that came from this time. Now, I know it might feel miserable now, it may feel like a negative time right now, but I'm telling you now, so much of the positive in the future will come from the negativity, the challenges that we're facing right now. So I want to just say to you, right, there's eight things I want to go through here that I think are going to separate those businesses that are going to come out of this uh, number one, surviving the best they can. But what I believe is there's uh, going to be a number of us businesses that are going to come out on top. We're going to thrive. We're going to win through this time. I don't mean necessarily the next month or two. I'm talking about maybe the next year, two years, three years. And I wanted to put down what are those eight things that I think that you need to make sure that you've got in place to give you every single opportunity that you're going to be one of those businesses that comes out on top and wins through this process. Okay, so here we go. Number one, okay. The successful businesses, the ones that win through this process, they're going to be the ones that show up, okay? When I say show up, what I mean by that is metaphorically show up. So mentally you show up, you show up, uh, you don't hide from the problems, you don't hide from issues, you don't hide from the world, you don't hide from your challenges. You show up metaphorically, mentally, emotionally, and physically you show up. You turn up to the office, you turn up to your calls, you turn up to your clients, you turn up to your sales, your networking, your marketing. You physically show up and you emotionally, mentally, metaphorically, metaphorically also show up for that. Um, 
If you are currently in that space, awesome. If you find yourself a little bit feeling battered and hiding in the back bedroom or just, you know, hiding in front of Netflix, for example, it's time to come out and it's time to start showing up, okay? It's not too late, I promise you. Number two, they will bring their best, okay? Now, when I talk about bringing your best, it's delusional to think that you're going to bring the best you could possibly be to every single thing, every single day. When you, when I say about bringing your best, what I mean is you bring the best you've got on that day. If the best you've got on that day is getting out of bed and getting in front of the computer and you don't do your hair and you don't get dressed, but you know, the best you've got is just to get out of bed because everything in you is saying, stay in bed, hide, you know, don't show up. If you just show up in the best capacity you can, even if that's not a great capacity, you develop the habit of showing up and bringing your best. What happens is your best starts to become more habitually ingrained in you, and before long, you don't know how not to bring your best. Your best will improve, of course, because you're strengthening that all the time, so you'll get better, and your best will be better, and you'll bring more of that potential to everything that you do. Number three, they will create, they will reimagine, they will re-engineer, okay? The, the, the title of the webinar, Re-Engineering Your Business for Success or for, for Growth, I can't remember now, I can't remember, uh, for success or for growth, um, but you get the gist. It's re-engineering your business for future success, for future growth. Um, I don't like the word pivot, okay? It's overused and I think we just glance over it. I like the word re-engineering. There's many aspects of your business that you will not have to re-engineer, right? So pivoting implies that, you know, I do this for a living. You know, I, I have a, a business club. I help small business owners, ambitious business owners from, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50K all the way through to multiple millions and even 10 million upwards to gain exponential growth in their businesses, okay? Now, I'm not going to change that and start opening up an Amazon store, which is when I hear the word pivot, that's kind of what I, what I hear, you know, getting online, get into property, get into the stocks and shares. Truth is, you've got a lot of uh, collateral that you've built up over the last, you know, 12 months, five years, 10 years, 20 years, however long you've been in business, you're good at what you do. You've got a reputation of, of what you do. So to, to drop all of that and pivot into a new business, new industry, for me, is, uh, is, is unnecessary for most businesses. It's damaging for a lot of businesses. Do some have to do that? Quite possibly. Here's the thing. You re-engineer the parts of the machine that are either broken or don't function in the current climate. If you're a HR consultant, continue doing HR. If you're used to being on the road and doing your sales by going around knocking on door to door, you can't do that right now, okay? They're not there even if you did turn up. And if they are there, very few of them are there. And it's just not a good strategy. And let's be honest, it may not even be remotely successful, okay? And it probably won't be welcome. So if that's how you used to do it, you have to re-engineer how you find those prospects. If you used to do networking, now there's plenty of networking groups that have gone online and there's plenty of new networking groups online and business groups online. So you can't go maybe to a physical networking group for some time to come. However, go and, you know, you re-engineer your networking so that you can network online as opposed to offline. Does this make sense? So the idea is to go through and change as little as possible because, you know, assuming that what you were doing before was working up until two, three months ago, you don't want to change too much of that. It takes a long time as a business to get shit to work, to find 
the, the cogs in that business model that actually fit and work well for you. So don't be changing those just on a whim because we find ourselves in some turbulent times. It's like your captain of the ship. You don't want to you know, change everything just because you've got a stormy sea. What you do is say, right, how does this impact what we were doing that was working, that was successful? How do I change minimally those aspects of what I need to change in order to navigate what is in front of me right now? And there's way too much talk out there in webinars and, and, and just you know, gurus out there at the moment that are really kind of getting the, the message of completely and utterly, you know, do a complete 180 on what you're currently doing and re-engineer it. We're not even using the word re-engineer, you know, they use the word pivot and everything else. Truth of the matter is, We've taken our physical groups where we used to meet up, we're doing them through Zoom, and also we're adding some stuff in there to keep the emotional side so we can we can get the the support and the help through Zoom. You know, we can, you know, pose the questions and the group can answer those questions and they can help us navigate our stormy seas. But, you know, we're also bringing in, like, how do we keep, maintain the connectivity of each other, the connections? We can't meet up, we can't physically hug, shake hands, sit in the same room and crack jokes. So how do we maintain that aspect of what we're doing as well? Does this make sense? So we're looking at that, we've re-engineered how we deliver exactly the same product. Does this make sense? We haven't changed anything. We haven't changed our positioning, our marketing, our pricing nothing we just re-engineer how we deliver it because if we didn't deliver online we wouldn't be delivering at all okay it might be how you market how you sell you might have to re-engineer your pricing your pricing structure payment plans payment terms you might have to restructure all kinds of things how you how you uh, manage your team if your team are home working so you re-engineer the minimum the amount you need to to navigate the conditions that you currently find yourself in maintaining as much as possible of what was working already because you don't want to be messing with winning formulas and winning strategies unless you have to number four they'll have a flexible mindset okay so a fixed mindset is I am and it is, okay? And that is you driving yourself straight into a brick wall in any economy, you know, in, in a negative economy, up the economy, whatever the hell this is we are in right now, a fixed mindset will only take you so far, okay? A fixed mindset says I am this and this is who I am, this is what I do, this is how it is and that's it, right? It's, it's belligerence in the face of, of all common sense, right? Of course, if you continue to try and do things exactly as you did them before in the face of obvious feedback that that isn't working or won't work or you can't do it, you're just going to run yourself straight into a brick wall. A flexible mindset is I could be, it could be. So rather than saying, this is how I lead my team, this is how I manage my team, you know, I'm a belligerent bastard and I'm, it's my way or the highway, maybe that isn't going to work right now for you. So you have to be flexible and say, right, that's the manager I used to be, that's the leadership I used to apply, how could I, Right. What could I do? How could it be? And then you start to form a, a vision, a picture of that, and then you step into what could be. Make sense? This is what was, this is what could be. This is who I was, this is who I could be. Does this make sense? You must have a flexible mindset. Otherwise, these, this kind of, you know, I could argue for many business, catastrophe for many businesses, uh, will derail you so fast and uh, you'll be gone in a blink of an eye, okay? Must adapt, must evolve. And for that, we need to have a flexible mindset, okay? Number five, they will fight, okay? They will fight. The business owners that are going to succeed are going to be the ones that really fight for it. This is the same in any economy, but in a really good positive economic climate, even lazy people can be relatively successful. Okay, Even 
untalented people can be relatively successful in a booming economy, all right? There's loads to go around for everybody. There's a few people that are creaming like, like 60, 70% of the market. Then there's a whole batch of good, solid entrepreneurs doing well. And even the ones that aren't that good and aren't that talented and, you know, don't work that hard, they can still make up, you know, a, a, a living, a half decent living in a good, booming economy. In a negative economy, in a shit economy, in the whatever the hell economy this is right now and whatever's waiting for us, it isn't enough, okay? You can't be lazy. You can't uh, you, you can't sit back on your laurels. You're not going to be able to get away with not being talented. You're going to have to go out there and push yourself hard, fight to be better, fight to deliver better, fight to be seen as one of the best in your industry, fight to get yourself to the top of that pile, okay? You're gonna have to fight. You're gonna have to make sacrifices. You know, a lot of business owners, we set up our businesses for a lifestyle, for a quality of life. And for many of us, we don't wanna sacrifice that, especially if we got ourselves to a good place. And I know quite a few businesses, right, even in my community, in my groups, who've got themselves to a very good place where they're, they're running their businesses, they're not in their businesses, they're working on their businesses. The business doesn't, it doesn't matter if they don't show up for a day or even a week because they've got management in place, processes, systems, products, you know, it's working. They've done everything right. But I'm telling you now, it's all come down like a stack of cards over the last month or two. And they're going to have to fight, right? And they are fighting. And the businesses that are showing up and fighting for it are the ones that are already adapting and are already starting to climb their way back up that mountain, up that long path to get themselves back to that successful position. Number six, they will collaborate and partner. Now, this is something which is quite new to me. I mean, I'm talking about the last couple of years where me and Tracy, my business, in, uh, my partner in life and in business, have really started to forge some really strong collaborations and partnerships. And uh, and obviously, you know, as an entrepreneur, to some extent, we are quite often solo creatures. You know, we're out there climbing the mountain on our own and, and stuff like that. And to some degree, we need to be like that as entrepreneurs. You know, we need to be self-sufficient. We need to go out there and be self-determining. However, if you're climbing a treacherous mountain, you want to have a buddy with you, right? It's just someone that's a little bit ahead of you that can tie off your ropes that you can climb up. Then you climb a bit ahead of them. Then, you know, you tether those ropes for them. And, you know, if there's three or four or five of you on the mountain, you're all looking out for each other. You're all supporting each other. You're all plugging the gaps in each other's businesses and knowledge and acumen and maybe even in terms of uh, marketplace or lead generation, that kind of thing. I really believe this. You know, I believe that those businesses that collaborate and partner strategically, intelligently and emotionally are going to be the ones that are going to come out of this on top. Um, you look, you know, you're looking for your partnerships to complement you. You're looking for your partnerships to add to what you're doing and where you add to what they're doing. A beautiful jigsaw puzzle that, you know, when it's just you and one piece is one thing, but you start to add two, three, four, five pieces. You start to have a really strong jigsaw coming together, a real strong offering um, as well as the support of each other, but also the sharing of clients and knowledge and know-how and skills base and everything else. Um, and you want to make sure you, you have shared values. So it's not just going out there and finding a business that has, you know, thousands of your potential clients and then partnering up with those guys. You know, you might want to do some kind of referral strategy with them because they've got your clients. A, a joint venture, a, a, a true partnership is, is like a bond. It's like a marriage. You know, you want to go into this absolutely committed and you do need to have very deep-rooted shared common values otherwise it's just gonna it's just gonna fall apart and it could do more damage than it actually serves you okay so you've got to make sure you've got these things in place complementary they have to add to each other and they must have shared values at a very deep core level number seven they will focus on their vision and their agenda and not get pulled into the noise 
damn, there's a lot of noise out there right now. Uh, the news and the media, obviously, you know, all they're talking about is coronavirus. All they're talking about is the negatives, um, you know, and it's constant reiterations of the the terrible situation we're in. I know I've talked about that as well. However, they don't really talk about that much of the upside or the positive or how we get through it. It's more like just do your bit, stay at home, isolate, wear a mask, wash your hands. It doesn't help us as business owners to go out there and take the market by storm or at least just hang on to that cliff face and survive the storm. You know, like hang on to the hang on to the steering wheel of your vessel and just ride the bloody storm out at the very least. Um, yeah, washing my hands and staying at home isn't going to help me do that. I'm not saying we shouldn't be doing it. I'm just saying it's not going to help us grow our businesses. So, you know, they'll focus on their vision. They'll focus on their agenda. They won't get pulled into the noise, the noise of the narrative, the noise of the media, the noise of constantly watching the news, the noise of social media right now when, you know, you're going to start seeing uh, people potentially failing. You're going to start seeing people moaning and whinging. We're already seeing it. Um, you know, I may end up putting this on Facebook, but just knocking Facebook for a little while, it's not for me, being a particularly positive place to hang out at the moment, there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of them and us going on. Uh, there's a lot of raging. Uh, you know, LinkedIn just, it's not happening on LinkedIn, right? Business is kind of usual on LinkedIn, right? Um, even on Instagram, I'm, 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 I'm quite heavy on Instagram. You know, it's, it's, it's all right. It's uplifting and positive on the whole and people are going about their, their business. Facebook at the moment seems to be the forum for squabbles, for fights, for falling, falling out. Um, you know, whatever, you know, posting negativity or, you know, just being negative in other people's posts and all this sort of stuff. So I've literally deleted Facebook off my phone um, these past few days or so. And uh, what it means is I still go into Facebook. You may well be watching this on Facebook. However, what I do is I log into Facebook now on my phone, which means I've got to really want to go in there, you know, because I've got to go in, put my password in then go in and navigate it. It's not as easy. It's not like it used to be where everything would ping. Someone's commented, someone's posted, this is going on. I've deleted it from my phone. I go in strategically maybe once, you know, maybe once every day maximum. I might only go in there once every two days, three days moving forward. It's just not where I want to be, right? There's a lot of negativity in there. It doesn't, it doesn't serve me. I want to be focused on my mission, on my values, on my goals, on my vision, on my agenda, on what I'm doing. I then need to have a cursory glance at the media, the government, a cursory glance at my fellow business owners, you know, LinkedIn, maybe a little bit on, on Facebook every now and again, just to be aware of what's going on out there. But I don't need to be in it. Does this make sense? I don't need to be part of it. I don't need to be consuming huge amounts of that stuff that for me is highly negative, highly toxic, and it doesn't serve me at all, okay? Get focused on your goals, your strategy, your vision, what it is you're trying to create, and that's what you want to go all in on, okay? You don't want to be ignorant. You want to keep one eye out because otherwise you'll be still working from home and the rest of the world will go <laughs> go back to normal because you missed it on the news and it's over now, okay? But it's a cursory glance to make sure that you're informed so that you can adapt your strategies and your working practices to maximize on whatever opportunity we have out there right now. Do not get consumed by the negativity of certain environments. If Facebook isn't that for you, then ignore what I'm saying. If LinkedIn is that for you, then get out of LinkedIn. For me, I'm just saying, Facebook at the moment is not a good place for me. The news is not a good place for me. You know, consuming all that data, that content doesn't help me get my shit in gear and to get through. It's a bit like being on a ship and everyone behind you 
pointing out every wave, every risk, everything. And saying, we're going to die. We're all going to die. It's all crap. We're in a storm. We're in a storm. We're in a storm. We're in a st- we know we're in the fucking storm. I knew I was in a storm. I knew I was in, in, in this virus situation, you know, however long ago. Right? I knew I had to wash my hands however long ago. I knew I had to socially isolate however long ago. I don't need to hear it a million times. Now, they might feel they have to share that message a million times because people don't hear it. I heard it the first time, the second time, the third time. So I don't need to tune into that anymore. I don't need to tune into the rest of my ship screaming, we're going to die, we're going to die, we're going to die. We have a plan, we have a plot, we have a course, we have some action. This is what we are doing. Get behind me, get aligned. That's internally for your own, your own, your own, you know, your own enemies are sitting here, getting them on in alignment and also getting the rest of your team on board, right? Your your staff, your, your affiliates, the people that work with you um, and your clients as well, by the way, are all part of this. Okay, number eight, they will never, ever give up. This is the number one strategy of success ever, right? You're going to have tough times. You're going to fail. You're going to lose. You you can't get through life any other way, and you certainly can't create success any other way. It's not about constantly having success, and it's not about never having failures or losses or a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month. And over the course of a lifetime, you can even have a bad year or two, right? It's not about having those negative moments or that negative time. It's about the speed that you pull yourself out and get yourself back on track and refuse to give up. That's where success is done. So many people think that success is in the upward curve. And the message that I reiterate over and over again to my success groups, my extreme growth masterminds, and anyone else that will listen, success is not made, okay, in the good times. Success is not made. That's the rewards of success. That's where you reap the rewards of your success is in the good times, right? When you get to upgrade your house, when you buy the new car, have the nice holiday, invest in your future. That's when you reap the rewards of your success. The success that you uh, create comes from the turnaround. It's in that turnaround. We all have downtimes. You can't avoid it, okay? The best motivational speakers in the world, trust me, right? The most pumped up, jacked up, positive people on the planet, trust me, have bad days, bad weeks, and they may well have had bad months or even bad years. It's the speed that you pull yourself out, and even that's less important than you do actually just pull yourself out. If you can pull yourself out in a moment, you're going to have a little dip. Pull yourself out in a few days, it's just a little dip. Pull yourself out, it takes a month or two, it's a bigger dip. Take a year or so, it's going to be a bigger dip. If you never pull yourself out, you stay there forever. What's important is you pull yourself out as soon as you possibly can, and by doing that, you develop the habit of continually pulling yourself out quicker and quicker and quicker. Right, so they're my five, uh, my five things, my eight things, okay? Just to reiterate them really quickly. If you haven't got these in place, if you don't feel these are your characteristics, then really evaluate yourself on how you can bring these things in. These are not tactics, right? We're not talking about business plans, business strategies, funding, or anything else. These are just the fundamentals that sit behind your business within you as well that I believe are gonna separate those businesses that succeed and fail. If I give the greatest business plan to someone that doesn't have these in place, uh, they'll do nothing with it. They will still fail. Does this make sense? If I give the greatest workout plan and nutritional plan to someone that hasn't got the mindset in place to execute on that, they're not going to lose the weight. They're not going to get healthy. Does this make sense? This is why I don't do blueprints, right? I just don't do blueprints. I much prefer a template, things for you to fill in the gaps yourself, to work out how does that relate to you and your business and what you're doing? How do you make this content work for you? So just to reiterate and go through those one more time, those eight things are, okay, the people that I believe will come out on top, succeed and thrive through this. And in three years, five years, 10 years, we'll look back and say, wow, man, you know what? That was that was crazy times, right? That was dark, dark times. But wow, look what I have now that was 
hatch that was born from that time. They will have this in place, I truly believe this. Number one, they will show up. Number two, they bring their best, the best they have on that day to everything that they do. Number three, they will create, they will re-engineer, they'll reimagine themselves, their businesses and how they do business and everything else. Number four, they'll have a flexible mindset. Instead of being I am and it is, it will be, I could be and it could be. Number five, they will fight. They will fight for what they want. They will make the sacrifices they need to. They will work harder than all those people that fall by the wayside. Lazy people will not get through this. People that are really trying not to make certain sacrifices and hold on to things at the expense of their business, they will potentially not make it through this. You're going to have to fight. Number six, they will collaborate and they will partner with strategic, intelligent and emotional uh, mutual relationships in this, okay? Complementary in nature additive in nature. They add to each other and with shared deep common values. Number seven, they'll focus on their vision, their agenda and not get pulled into the racket that is out there right now on social media, on media and just in every every platform out there at the moment. Get yourself in the environments that support what you're trying to do. Get yourself into communities that support you. I joined a few communities over these issues just to see if I could contribute, but also see if I can get some support myself. They turned into a negative cesspit whinging, moaning and fear so fast I got myself out there so quick and just got myself back in my own community, right? Success groups and Mushroom Growth Masterminds where we are breeding positivity. We're breeding the stuff that we're talking about right now. We have been for the past eight years and we're just doubling down on all this stuff. Nothing here is new, by the way. This is the, the rules of success as I've been outlining them for many, many years. Number eight, they will never, ever give up. This, 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 this current time, may have pulled the rug out from underneath you already. It may have hit you in the face like a 10-ton bar. Uh, it may derail you. It may pull, pull, pull you off your perch altogether. It may take away from you certain things. It may take your business away from you. It may. It may take your livelihood away from you, okay? Um, you know, it, it, people out there, you know, they're going to lose a lot of stuff in this. It, it's inevitable now from what we can see. You know, any recession, let alone a global recession, I don't want that to be you. I don't wish it for you. And uh, and I believe if you put the rest of this stuff in place, it, it won't be you. But if it is you and you start to lose some stuff and everything else, you don't roll over. You, you, you get back up, right? Whether it's a momentary blip, a, a longer blip, or whether it's a catastrophic blip that you go through right now, it's in the turnaround. Get yourself back on track. Lick your wounds. You can feel sorry for yourself as well. I have, I have no problem with occasionally feeling sorry for myself. We just can't dwell in that place, okay? We can't dwell in there and hang out in there because we can't function. We can't serve. We can't get anything achieved or done from that place. So, you know, if it takes a day, two days, three days, a week to get yourself back on track, then so be it. The most important thing is you get back out there and you start swinging again. You start fighting for what you want. You go back and you re-engineer yourself, your life, your business, your leadership, whatever, everything around you, you re-engineer it so you get to go again. Awesome, guys. I hope that helps you. I hope that serves you. Listen, we are in this together, as they say, but as a business community, we really do need to bond. Um, one of the things I said on that webinar, and I may do a whole episode on this, is, uh, you know, I'm all for the fight, you know, and, I, and I'm all for fighting, and fighting for me is fighting for what you want, and that. It's not about taking out, you know, people in the street and, you know, taking on every bit of negativity on Facebook or every negative comment or opinion, 
for me, fighting is fighting for what's right for you and everything else. In a competitive marketplace, there is a degree where we are in competition with our competition, all right? I actually genuinely right now believe, like never before, this is not about you beating your competition. When I say about winning, this is not about you beating your competition. This is you focusing on your game. And I do believe as business owners, we need to look out for each other, support each other, even those people that might be uh, not complementary in nature, maybe direct competitors in nature. I do believe that my, whilst you might not go out and, and actually help help them in their business, don't be competing with them. Don't wish ill on them. Don't try and pull them down. Don't try and attack them. Focus on your own game. If you can support them just by being a, a, a shining bright light of possibility in your industry sector, you know, if all the recruiters are failing and you're succeeding, you know, you're serving the rest of your recruitment industry by showing them what's possible. That's what I mean is. So rather than thinking I'm going to win and they're going to lose, it's not. I'm going to win, right? And if they win as well because I'm winning and if they win because of what I'm doing, then good for them as well. We need to bond. We need to come together. We need to build this future that is the entrepreneurial uh, landscape of the future. We need to build this together because I'm telling you now, the landscape's got very, very rocky. And I'm telling you now, we want people on our side. And even those people that might have been perceived as our enemies just a few months ago, they are going to be our allies in this. Even if we're not directly helping each other, they're our allies in creating a a, a, a the fundamental business landscape that we are moving into and the one that we all want to live into. We want to have a landscape of abundance. We want to have the success that we want, the success for everybody else in our business communities want, success, you know, business as a whole. We want that success for them because we also want that for ourselves. So if we come together and have that that joint focus on what it is we're trying to create here. I want you to imagine what that future looks like, what the business landscape in a year, two years, three years, five years, maybe even goes fast 10 years from now. What does it look like where everyone's got enough? You know, we, you know, our, our success is determined by ourselves alone, you know, and, you know, and, and as much as we want is directly proportionate to what we truly want and, and, and what we achieve is directly proportionate to what we're willing to put out there. They're the rules of entrepreneurship that we've had in the past, but then how do we want to collaborate in the future with that? How does it look differently in the future? How do we want to work with each other in the future? What do we want the, the business landscape of the future to look like? But I'll tell you now, I believe we are creating it right now. And if we're infighting, backstabbing, being negative, then we're creating a very dark future for all of ourselves. If we come at this collectively and have have a truly, a truly enlightened vision for what entrepreneurism looks like and what business looks like in five years or 10 years from now, collectively, we are the people that are going to make that happen. We're going to bring about that change. We're going to bring about that future. I want to be a part of it. I want you to be a part of it. I want every business owner to have that incredible future that I believe is on offer to us, but we're going to have to make some changes to make that happen. Right, guys, thank you very much. As always, thank you for listening. I know, I always say this, you know, there's so many people vying for your time and your attention right now. Um, now more than ever before, I get it. So I do not take it lightly that you have spent this last half an hour with me. I really appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Um, if you like what I had to say today and you haven't heard before, please go back and check out my other episodes. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please do subscribe. And also, I will put the link to that full webinar so you can hear what the other guys had to say about re-engineering your business for success. Listen, hang in there, stay safe, stay in the game. I will see you next time. Until then, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game.
When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've levelled up. 